The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Brian Mesrowski. Well, congressional leaders have made a bipartisan deal that prevents a government shutdown for now. Without the deal, some agencies would have run out of funding over the weekend. Under the plan, Congress would temporarily extend funding for one set of federal agencies through March 8th and for another through March 22nd. Not part of the deal? A $95 billion emergency aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and other allies that's been approved by the Senate. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. A vote on the plan expected in the House on Thursday. That's right before Friday's midnight deadline. Back here in western New York, a budget crunch has some teachers in Buffalo concerned that layoffs could be an option. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more on what's to come. Buffalo Public Schools are facing a $100 million deficit, and Jim Healy, a Buffalo Teachers Federation delegate from Performing Arts, says that could lead to significant teacher layoffs. There are going to be abundant layoffs across the entire district. All the delegates in the buildings got them over the last couple days. Um, our building is going to have, uh, it's probably, I've been the delegate here for 26 years. This is the most since I've been here. Healy says the district has small departments with 10 directors and the money could be spent better. Buffalo School Board member Larry Scott says federal COVID money is ending and all of the allocated funding must be spent by the end of this school year. As for possible layoffs? They have remedies to avoid any layoffs. That doesn't mean that they're not proposing reductions. Um, but they feel with um, an average of about 300 retirees per year and some vacant positions that layoffs will be avoided at this time. Scott says the board won't vote on the budget until May 15th. Hear the full conversations online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. New York City Mayor Eric Adams wants to alter some of the city's sanctuary laws. By calling for migrants suspected of major crimes to be turned over to federal immigration officials, Evan Lambert reports. As it stands, current law directs New York law enforcement not to cooperate with federal immigration authorities to arrange for deportation unless a defendant is convicted of, quote, violent or serious felonies. Despite Adams' demand, the New York City Council would have to make that change with legislation, which the Democratic City Council Speaker has said she won't bring up. Also, opponents are speaking out on Adams' statement. Adams' comments refer to a policy shift that came in under Mayor Ed Koch in the late 1980s, in which in part allowed police to hold migrants charged with crimes for longer. So U.S. immigration could not. So we'll be keeping an eye on this for you. More to come at the bottom of the hour. It's 5.05 now on WBEN. Thanks to healthy inventory, car prices starting to fall nationwide. Shocking sticker prices, which began to rise during the COVID-19 pandemic, fueled inflation for nearly three years. That was mainly because demand, especially for larger vehicles, rose as supply fell, due in large part due to supply chain issues. But that's starting to change, and Kelly Blue Book suggests 2024 may be the most affordable year of the past five to buy a new car or truck. But affordable? is relative. The average price is now just shy of $50,000. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Just shy of $50,000. So when we said new car prices coming down, we didn't mean down to something affordable. That's (laughs) no way. Just over a month away from the total solar eclipse, where Buffalo is one of the cities in the path of totality, most here, you've been hearing here on WBEM predicting that's going to mean big crowds of people coming into town. 
WBEN's Max Ferry tells us in other areas that are in that path, that's cause for concern. As many gear up to view what some are calling the Great North American Eclipse in the Path of Totality on April 8th, Bell County, Texas, a county just north of Austin, has declared a state of emergency ahead of the event to better prepare themselves for the influx of visitors ahead. The reason for issuing it was discussions that I'd been having with our Office of Emergency Management as well as with our State Department of Emergency Management. By uh, their estimates, we're expecting to see perhaps a doubling of our population over about a three-day weekend for that week, and a doubling of that population is expected to uh, put a significant strain on traffic and hospital systems and potentially other pieces of infrastructure in the counties. Bell County Judge David Blackburn. According to Blackburn, there were two main reasons for issuing the declaration ahead of time, both pertaining to what it does for the county under Texas state law. The first being allowing the state to provide the county with resources, particularly pieces to help direct traffic. And second, it allows the state to monitor large watch parties in unincorporated areas should emergency personnel be needed. What the declaration did was ask property owners, landowners in the unincorporated areas of the county that are intending to host uh, watch parties for gatherings of 50 or more if they would fill out uh, a very simple one-page registration form online just primarily to let us know the location of that gathering. That data, that information will be entered into our 911 center, which dispatches uh, first responders across the entire county. Judge Blackburn mentions that many businesses and schools will be closed on the day, including their government offices. The county is strongly encouraging the community to stay home to view the eclipse. Here our extended conversation with the judge at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Well, beachbound spring breakers set to find a new set of rules in some Florida cities where violence has ruined the annual winter getaway. Andrea Fujii tells us how Miami Beach plans to prevent bad behavior. Last spring break, Miami Beach saw two deadly shootings and some 600 arrests. The city's holiday slogan was, come on vacation, don't leave on probation. This year, a new warning to visitors. We're breaking up with spring break. In addition to more police patrols this year, the city plans a midnight curfew, increased DUI checkpoints, $100 parking garage rates for visitors, beach access will close at 6 p.m., and sidewalk cafes on Ocean Drive will shut down on the weekend. How about that? I mean, that's a big, you hear all those rules, you might be thinking twice about Miami for spring break. That's exactly what they want you to do, but uh, pretty interesting there. Andrea Fujii with the report from down south. Well, uh, big beef brewing all week long over dynamic pricing, customers grilling fast food giant Wendy's to explain how raising prices for food at their busiest times is not price gouging. Here's Rhiannon Alley. Wendy's is trying to clarify its plan to test so-called dynamic pricing, where customers could see menu prices change during the day based on demand or a restaurant's location. Wendy's now insists that any shift in pricing would be to offer discounts during slower times of the day. I mean, that's right. There's two different ways you could look at the dynamic pricing. Does the price go down, you know, if it's, what, 2 in the afternoon? Is that the slow, 2.30? Slow time, you want to get a burger, it's cheaper than normal because you're the only person in line. That's a lot different than the price goes way up just because it's dinner time. The menu pricing has yet to be released, though, so we don't know if it's a discount or a, a big hike in prices. And sad news, Richard Lewis 
has passed away. These days, audiences probably knew Richard Lewis best as one of Larry David's neurotic friends on Curb Your Enthusiasm. This scene aired a little over a week ago. I'm leaving you in my will. I'm tweaking it, and you're in it. No, 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 don't, don't do that. It's done. You're but long it. before he battled it out with David, Richard Lewis was honing his neuroses-fueled brand of comedy on stage in the 70s, in clubs and on The Tonight Show, and by the 80s in stand-up specials on Showtime and HBO. His act often about therapy and addiction. There were movies, including Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and sitcoms. Lewis revealed a Parkinson's diagnosis last year, and we're told he died of a heart attack. Richard Lewis was 76. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. The exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for partly sunny skies, cold with brisk winds this afternoon, along with a few scattered, mainly light snow showers, especially on the hilltops south of Buffalo. Highs only in the upper 20s, some gusty west winds up to 35 miles an hour at times. Clearing skies tonight, cold and breezy. Overnight lows in the mid-20s. West winds stay up from 10 to 20 miles an hour. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow, noticeably milder with highs close to 50. A few showers early on on Saturday. Otherwise, partly sunny skies. Highs will be in the low 50s. Warmer weather for Sunday with sunshine, top temps in the low 60s, and near record high temperatures heading our way for Monday with more sun and highs near 70 degrees. With the exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Mary Beth Robel. Joining us on the line right now, we go over to the AAA and we're talking insurance this morning with the AAA because there is something that a lot of Kia owners, Hyundai owners too, but uh, this one really impacting Kia owners will have their uh, ears perking. Dave Kirst is insurance manager at the AAA. And Dave, over the past couple of days, we've been hearing that notices are going to be sent out to Kia owners as part of a, a class action suit. And what vehicles might be covered under this settlement, what type of compensation, might be covered under the settlement. Uh, you know, people expecting this in the mail for some time. What are some of the things they should know? Hi, Brian. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so watch for the things in the mail that you're going to be getting. And you can always go online to, um, to check into this, just make sure it's a eligible vehicle. But for the most part, it's the Kias from 2011 through 2022, a lot of the models, the Fortes, Optimas, Kias, Sedonas, Seltos, Sorrentos, Souls, and Sportages, and the K5 uh, in those years. So most of their line, uh, there is going to be some eligible compensation coming back in the class action lawsuit um, settlement for them. And it's really going to depend on a few things. So you're going to want to put in your VIN number, and it's going to tell you really what you're eligible for. You may just get some reimbursement back for a... Um, like the steering wheel lock, um, depending on certain models, it may get some reimbursement back towards an alarm if you had to put the alarm in there. Um, you're also going to get some additional compensation back if you had your car stolen uh, as well. Uh, you may get some of your deductibles paid back. There may be some additional um, money coming your way, just depending on your own specific situation and the specific vehicle. Um, you can find some of that information online, but also just, you know, if you have one of those vehicles, watch, you know, watch for the mailing. It, you know, you say in some of this stuff that you may get, you may get, right? And especially if you've had your vehicle stolen, might you want to go rogue, so to speak, and not be part of this class action? Because we've seen so many class actions where they uh, run out of money or, you, you know, you never really get what you think you're going to get in the beginning. Well, I'd recommend at least, you know, 
looking up to see, you know, what you're eligible for and, and with that. Because um, if, if you go on your own with it, you know, because your insurance companies, this would be different than anything you would be uh, getting back from your insurance companies as far as that goes. So, you know, if your car was stolen and your insurance company already paid out, you may, you know, have this on top of that to cover those deductibles. Because regardless, you would have had to pay your deductible if you did have this comprehensive coverage on there. Um, and you may get some additional compensation back for, you know, childcare expenses and some other things that, you know, because you didn't have that vehicle, you may have incurred, you know, so I always recommend people to at least look into this, see, you know, what you're eligible for, uh, you know, instead of just, you know, going rogue and not going through it and then trying to do something on your own. Well, some of these things that you're eligible for, you mentioned them uh, there. It also includes if you cannot get a software upgrade. If you have some of the older vehicles, you can get up to $300 per claim just because, well, you can't get what the quote-unquote fix is. That is correct, yeah. So that's one of the things that they have on there. So, you know, if you weren't able to get the upgrades, you know, you have a greater amount that you can get back to help offset, you know, the aftermarket um, alarm that you may have had to put in there or that, you know, club, you know, to, you know, have the steering wheel lock. So there, I mean, it, it's going to vary by the individual person, individual vehicle and the situation of whether or not it was stolen or not. So there's so many variables and factors, you know, it, it makes sense for anyone to at least look into this and, and see what they could uh, potentially get back. For a lot of people who have these cars, they've heard the stories, or maybe it's even them who've been impacted by higher insurance rates or even you know, not being able to insure their car. Is there any reimbursement for that? There is no reimbursement for that currently that I have been aware of. Now, and that is absolutely correct, Brian. A lot of, you know, with AAA, we represent several different insurance carriers. So we always have options for people. Some of our partners right now have said, you know what, we're not doing any Kias or um, Hyundais because of this. Some have instituted um, other restrictions where you can't have a comprehensive deductible, which is what you'd have to pay if your car was stolen or broken into, uh, you know, lower than $1,500. Some are kind of doing it as business as usual. But what's happened is those costs of all those claims are getting spread out amongst everybody, whether you have the Kia or the Hyundai or you know, a GM car or something like that, everyone's seeing higher rates, uh, but they have also increased, you know, specifically some of those rates uh, on those Kias and Hyundais. Well, Dave, we thank you so much for joining us this morning because uh, a lot of people have been waiting for this letter that you're hopefully getting in the mail at some point in the next couple of days. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.